Okay, we're going to begin this story called Big Machine Moving. Uh, it's not for the squeamish, this one. It's from the Crane Lorry stories from J.H. Rundles, taken from It's a Rum Life, book three, um, Ivy House Tales, 1970 to 1984. Most of the work at Rundles in 1984 was pretty ordinary. I was driving their 16-ton Bedford lorry, making deliveries of electric motors and second-hand machines, mixed with castings and agricultural implements. Normally, there was something to collect on the return journey. The lorry was equipped with a hydraulic crane of 5 tonnes capacity. Rundles had the specialised contract for repairing and servicing all Butlin's fairground equipment. This was always very different and normally involved long distances to their holiday sites around the country, including Scotland and Wales. Then there were the big ones. Jack Rundle, the eldest son, bought most of the firm's second-hand machinery stocks at auction, normally business closures or replacement of old machinery. We even visited schools where woodworking lessons had ceased and machinery had been sold to Jack. On one occasion, the team was sent to RAF College Cranwell to remove some machines from the college workshop. This next incident did not really affect me directly, but was nevertheless unforgettable. The auction of machinery had been in the old Geest Industries small truck factory in Boston, which had closed. For years and years this firm had churned out small wheeled trucks of all types and sizes and exported them to all parts of the globe. Now it was all gone and Jack had bought several of the specialised machines. The first and the last. The first on my list was a fly press. These strange machines are very top-heavy and by means of fast revolving wheels and inertia produced huge impact pressure on anything placed on its working platform. They can be heavy and cumbersome, all the weight being at the top. This one was the biggest fly press I have ever seen. I duly arrived and found two identical fly presses side by side on the factory floor bolted securely to their concrete foundations. Both had appropriate labels designating their new owners. The factory was alive with vehicles and men moving here and there, back and forth, emptying the once thriving unit of its lifeblood, the machines. After studying this unusual machine for some time, I decided on the best way to tackle the job. The press was destined for another factory unit in the town, where two ex-Geest employees had set up their own small factory in an old railway goods shed. The press had travelled the press had to travel in a vertical position as its initial workings prevented it lying down. It was it was with some difficulty I managed to obtain the use of a fork truck and carefully placed the forks beneath the heavy working platform directly beneath the top heavy press movement. I was confident that there was no chance of moving the machine successfully without this aid and the lorry crane could not get to the location within the building. Safety first. 
I kept the fork truck engine switched on all the time as I gingerly knelt down beneath the machine and removed the locating bolts one by one. Its ever-present overshadowing bulk making me constantly aware of the delicate situation. Bit by bit I slowly raised the machine millimetres at a time until its whole weight was resting on the truck forks. Then with the formidable machine, formidable machine just clear of the ground, I secured the top-heavy head of the machine to the fork truck mast with ratchet straps. Now I could proceed slowly out to the lorry to use the, crane, the lorry's own crane to actually load the press onto the lorry body. This time I used lifting chains that I was positive would cope with the weight of the huge press, whatever it might be. Then before releasing the machine from the fork truck, I had to be sure the crane was safely taking the weight. Bit by bit I released the fork truck and placed the tall, ugly, ungainly thing in the centre of the lorry deck. More locking chains secured its position and I could park the crane jib alongside as an additional steadying influence, strapping the two together with additional ratchets. We were on our way and the remaining job of craning the thing through the door of its new home and placing it in position on the floor was simplified by the fact that the new workshop floor was a similar height to the lorry body. The site had been prepared and the new owners quickly bolted the press into position. I then returned to the same factory site to collect the next order. The whole site was in uproar. Bright red and white tapes surrounded where I'd been working just a short time before. The second fly press was tipped over on its side, resembling a prehistoric beast in torment. Beneath it was an ominous dark red stain. I managed to get the basics of what had happened from another driver. Work was stopped for the day as health and safety officers had been called in following the death of a professional machinery transporter from Nottingham who had arrived to lift the second fly press just after I had left. As he had tried to lift the machine, it had tumbled down on top of him obviously crushing him beneath its huge weight. Nothing much was said back at the works that day, but whenever anybody commented on my perhaps being a little slow with my lifts with the crane, better safe than sorry was my constant reminder. There we are. I won't ask you if you enjoyed that one, but um, that's what life's all about. Another story from Cracker Books, written and read by Keith Sanders. And more stories to read in Keith Sanders is the storyman.wordpress.com. Lots more free audio stories on this Buzzsprout site, and there are over 50 videos to watch, including horse videos, on Keith Sanders, the short story man on YouTube. There's a shop. All the stories you listen to or read, we compile into books. There are three books available at the moment. Um, have a look at our site. They're easy to download. They're not expensive. Richard Keith Sanders dot sells, S-E-L-Z dot com. Thank you for listening.